Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. Today I come before you with an essay certain to arouse your senses and send you into your evening full of good cheer. I think it should be obvious that I'm speaking of, are you ready for this? The comma. In keeping with my interest in what seems to be the deterioration of grammar and proper English in our country, I rise in defense of the most abused punctuation mark we have. We know what to do with a period. We put it at the end of a sentence. We know what an exclamation point is for. It's simply a period on steroids, a dot with an extra stroke for emphasis. The question mark, again, no problem. We put one at the end of a question, right? Question mark? But man, when it comes to the comma, we become the nation of the grammatically challenged. No other punctuation mark goes rogue through no fault of its own as frequently. What is it that compels people to put a comma where none belongs? As in the following sentence, Judy, comma, and I went to the concert. Why separate a compound subject with a comma? A comma is normally employed to tell the reader to pause or to let him know a new thought is about to begin in the same sentence. As a reader, why would I want to pause after reading Judy's name? I used to work with a colleague whose loose liberties with the comma drove me half crazy. Not only would she put them where they didn't belong, she'd leave them out when they did. She was a talented writer, and her carelessness with commas was easy to fix. Sometimes, however, a misplaced comma can have disastrous consequences. Sometimes it's just funny. A friend here at WGTE gave me an example. Let's eat, Grandma. I read it that way because there's a comma where it belongs after the word eat. Let's eat, Grandma. But leave the comma out and you've got, let's eat, Grandma. Probably not a good idea, you'd have to agree. A few years ago, a dairy in the state of Maine lost a court case involving overtime for the company's drivers because of a punctuation mistake. Call it the case of the missing comma. A Maine law says several agricultural activities do not qualify for overtime pay. Here's the sentence that caused the trouble. The canning comma, processing comma, preserving comma, freezing comma, drying comma, marketing comma, storing comma, packing for shipment or distribution of agricultural produce. No comma appeared between the word shipment and or distribution. So the appeals court decided the law was unclear whether shipping and distributing were one activity or two and awarded overtime to the drivers. No word on how the company's appeal turned out. These blunders with the comma are not always the user's fault. There's a lot of stuff to remember. Stuff like dependent clauses, separation of subject and verb, separation of verb and object, the comma splice, run-on sentences, commas in parenthetical expressions, comma placement in a prepositional phrase, and commas before conjunctions when introducing independent clauses. Oh, that's a lot to take in. Good thing I separated those items with commas so I could pause and take a breath. And don't get me started on the words that and which. They do different things with commas. But that is enough for today, comma, which I'm sure you're glad to hear. I'm worn out, and so are you. Class dismissed. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.